You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 2-9thegame-92-9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, September 3rd. Can't thank you enough for making us a part of your Saturday morning saying to you, good morning, Georgia. Good morning. And uh, good morning to you folks in Sugar Hill. Oh, yeah. We know how we go up there and Lanier High School up there in Sugar Hill. I don't know if they did last night, but that's the, the Lanier Longhorns up there off of I, um, Highway 20. That is the crispy voice of one Mr. Eric Slaughter, our producer, who's in for Mr. Crenshaw this morning. As we uh, let Mr. Crenshaw sleep in after doing a uh, – a very well, uh, well, a great job, historic as you put it earlier, uh, version of his high school football scoreboard show last night. He and Chris Parker. You had Eric Slaughter, who's who's doing yeoman's work coming in here after working there yesterday. You had Day Day. You had um, Stevie G. You had Garrett. You had uh, Dylan, and a I don't know, host of others. Some others out there? No, last night. That was it for last that was, night. I got yeah. everybody's name yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, our guy Stevie G had an interesting evening as he was leaving his game. There was a, a fist of cups that kind of broke out, and he was uh, he had a special report to do on the the, the, the Really? Music. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little, little, did, he, little. did he step in there and throw some punches? No, he kind of kind of was doing his um, uh, Howard Cosell. <laughs> from the side. That's fine. You guys got to you got to go replay that Al Michaels telling the story of how he was riding with Howard Cosell, and and this was during the time when he was doing baseball with Howard Cosell. Al Michaels called Monday night or Thursday night baseball, whatever it was. But anyway, wow. uh, they were driving in New York, and there was a street fight going on, and Cosell made the limo driver pull over to the side and got out and, and broke into Howard Cosell boxing mode. It's apparent you two don't have the requisite punches to continue this fight. So I call it's, – it's a great story. Wow. And you can picture Howard Cosell doing that. Listen, let me uh, let you know. We got uh, Terrell Thomas coming up here in just a little bit. We're going to talk NBA. Uh, Eric and I are going to talk, obviously, college football, get you ready for today's action. But we want to replay a segment, the signature segment from, you know, in its third week, the high school – Football scoreboard show. Sam Crenshaw and uh, Chris Parker talked to an all-time great. And last night's guest was was no exception to the ones they've had so far. George Rogers. Now, when you get George's Roger, George Rogers up there, you can talk about being inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. You can talk to him about winning a Heisman Trophy. You can talk about his times with the Saints and the Redskins and winning a Super Bowl. Nah. You can even talk about his time in South Carolina. No. It is all about his time at Duluth High School. And that's what these guys do every weekend. We want you to check it out. We're going to replay it for you every week. It is School Days, the high school scoreboard show with Sam, Chris, and George Rogers. Enjoy. And, of course, joining us now is George Rogers. Um, my goodness, from the Duluth Wildcats. Welcome into the scoreboard show, George. Hi, man. I'm glad to be here, man. I'm glad you was able to get me on the phone because, 
I got a lot to say because I was uh, somebody that, man, you couldn't even find me on the map when I was coming out of high school. And my coach, Cecil Morris, had died already. He died, and his wife died the, the, the very next day. So that showed me how united they were and that I was around a good, good people all my life. Fantastic, fantastic, Georgia. Talk about uh, those times in, in, in Duluth. And uh, you guys were so dominant. Norcross was a rival. I'm looking at one game here where y'all hung 55 points on, on, on those guys. Talk about your rivalry with Norcross. I know it's always a big game. Oh, man, let me tell you something. Oh, but they were t- well, they be talking before the game even start. We ain't played yet. We ain't, even, we ain't even played yet. Cecil came in there and said, I'll tell you what. If you go out there and whoop their ass, I go there and whoop their coach ass. Oh, it was all over right there. <laughs> it was all over. It was all over, boy. He, he had his ways of saying things. And then and then if you don't, we wasn't doing what you're supposed to do, which uh, we I think we went, went to the state finals and didn't, wasn't playing very well. He took it out on me. You know, he you know he, he he took it out on me, throw shoes and everything at me. But you know, I I knew what the deal was. Yeah, yeah. We, we we couldn't we couldn't beat we couldn't beat Lyon County. We couldn't beat them. We couldn't beat them. We we didn't. But you know, it's all good though. You know, I, at the end of the day, you know they beat us. And Caesar uh, Marge would always be in my life because he got me to come to University of South Carolina and. My aunt and my mom was so proud of that. So, hey, it's been it's been a long way. George, when you think about your high school days, what one moment sticks out the most? What's the one moment where you think about when you say talking about your time at Duluth? Well, boy, so many moments. I, I you know I ain't really got no one, but I you know you know who your rivalries are. And you know who the people you got to play and you got to win. If I had to say one, it was Lawsville. Lawsville had a always had a very, 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 very good team. And I think we probably beat them maybe once, maybe twice. Wait, in my era, yeah, once or twice. I think I, I, you know I, if, if I remember, maybe one time. And they were so, you know, we had we had a big uh, emotion when when we won that game. But yep. other than that, you know, went to the state championship and lost to Lyons County. I remember that. But other than that, man, hey, we had Cecil Morris was my head coach, and he got me running the football. <laughs> he did. Well, George, he had George, his way doing it. George, I want yeah. I want to ask you about this because I, I'm down on the south side of town. I'm going to school down and down, and, and I'm picking up the AJC every Saturday morning, and I'm turning to the back page because back then the Gwinnett schools had small enrollment, so they got that little small mm-hmm. on the AJC, yeah. and they would always talk about George Rogers ran for about 250, 260 yards, scored about four or five touchdowns, but only played three quarters. Were you okay with just playing three quarters in those <laughs> games, George? Because they would take you. <laughs> You gotta do what you do, man. You gotta do what you do. What you do get them, get, hey, let your other players play. Get, get what you gotta get and get out the game. Mm-hmm. I, I, I used to love that. Actually, your offensive line. You know, if your offensive line do what they're supposed to do, not always credit my offensive line. You know, they gotta 
when they do what they do, I'm gonna do what I do. And I and I was credited for uh, having some yards, but my offensive line was they made me. They made me who I was. That's fantastic. George, talk a little bit about recruiting, how it is now versus then. What advice do you have for the young guys now that that are coming up and they want to be a player like you that gets all these yards and sits out in the fourth quarter? They want to go to South Carolina. They want to win the Heisman. They want to go play in the NFL. What advice do you have for them? Go where you can play. Go where you can play. And if you think you can't play in South Carolina, something wrong with you. If you can't can't play at South Carolina, not that we got a bad team or anything, but you want to go where you can can play. Where you think you can beat somebody out, it can be Alabama, it can be, I don't care who it's at. But you got to go where you can play. And a lot of people go where they, you know, where they parents or where they uh, uncle or where some cousins want them to go. Go where you think you can play, because that's 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 what I did. I, I went where I thought I could play. I had I I, I could have went to Alabama. I could have went to Auburn. I could have went to any North Carolina anywhere. I could have went anywhere I wanted to go. But South Carolina had two hundred best people at the same time, and I said I'm going to South Carolina. <laughs> that's <what> that <laughs> I'd say that was a good decision. No doubt, it was. Fantastic. Folks, we're spending some time here in our school day segment on the Friday night here on the High School Scoreboard Show. Spending some time with George Rogers, uh, back of the year, uh, All-State, in the year 75 and 76, Duluth Wildcats go to the state championship game in 1975. Uh, Duluth doing phenomenal things. And, uh, you know, several years ago, they gave you great honor. I was saying, I don't know how many people you talked to who got two streets named after him. He's got the street leading to williams Bryce Stadium in Columbia. got his yeah. name on it. He's got the street leading to the stadium and Duluth High School. Well, that's two more than me. That's two more than me, too. <laughs> <laughs> George, what does it mean well, you for know, him? Hey, you know, hey, 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 hey. Go down now. <laughs> yeah, all right. Did, you, did anyone of y'all win the Heisman? <laughs> I mean, my line was great. My line was blocked good for me. Give them the credit. Give them their credit. That's fair. I, I like that the linemen have come up twice. Damn, already. That damn. says a lot about. But George, well, what did it mean? Uh, but what did it mean? House, you know, you got you, hey, you know, yeah. you know how football goes. Hey, them, them guys, the guys in front of you make you look good. They do. They do. George, what did it mean though for the community and for Duluth and the school after all this time to uh, to name the road that leads into the stadium to put your name on it? Man, let me tell you something. They should have all my linemen. Everybody that played with me on that same line. Because them the guys that did the work, all I did was run the football. I'm going to tell you something right now. I, I, I would swap and put their names on all those roads than, than anything because I know how it was when I was playing. Them guys made me look good. Hey. I'll tell you what, Sam, a lot of people are underrated about the time that George played in a lot of good running backs, but teams knew they were running the football. This yeah. is not something like it is today where they spread oh, you yeah. out, You're had right. some options. Right. Everybody knew George was getting the football, so he's right. Those linemen had to be great. He had to be great. More so, I think, even than today at that position because everybody knew he was getting the football. 
I mean, it's not like it is today where they spread it all over the place. Yeah. You agree with that, George? It wasn't so much as that was when I was in high school, but definitely when I was in college. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to run the football stop us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he didn't stop you much. I'm I'm looking at it now. 3,500 yards in two years at South Carolina. I know we're supposed to talk about high school days, Sam, and I I really want to do that more, but – we got to talk about that. Sam's on the radio crew for, uh, or on the TV crew and the media crew for Georgia State. You know Georgia State playing South Carolina, so we got we got a matchup here tonight on the show. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. You know, but you know what though, I I I don't I, I don't care who we play. Carolina, South Carolina is, is getting better and better, and I, I I wish Georgia State all the success they're gonna get. But you know, hey, you come, you come, you coming to my city. You coming to, you coming to South Carolina, and we ain't hearing it. How about that? <laughs> I say both programs on the rise for real. How about yeah? Think so? Yeah, I think so. Both programs on the rise. But Georgia State is coming to George Rogers Street. That is what I said. Now that is what I said. I said Georgia State's doing good. Yeah, that's but right. Hey, but not tomorrow. Hey. <laughs> Not tomorrow. <laughs> coming up, coming up on October twenty second, uh, we're gonna in, uh, have the inaugural class of the Georgia High School Football Hall of Fame, and you are also been been named to that list. Uh, you voted. I'm, I'm on one of the people on the board uh, that picked this inaugural class. So congratulations on being uh, recognized in your home state for what you did during your high school career. Well, like- you know, I'm just glad it didn't wait till I got a hundred years old, but. You know, it's, 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 it's always amazing because it's reflecting not only on me, but my offensive line that played with me, those were the guys who be who I was. It wasn't me alone. You know, I, I'd rather for them to say something that somebody on my offensive line did something and they get the, 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 the ingredients or the pleasure of being graduated of, I don't, I don't know what the word today is. Yeah. I, you know, because I've, I've got my escalades. i got everything that I've, I've that goes with the Heisman and goes with the playing football and the rookie of the year. And I, I'm so sick of everybody calling me out. I'm, I'm, hey, look at the blind that I played with. Look at the guys that I played with. Yeah. Those are the guys that make you look good, not me. Damn! Is that is that something you would remind the young players today? Because everybody talks about who's a four star and a five star. Is it something that you would pass along to these players today to remember that? Well, yeah, because you know, one thing about the people today, you know, and I'm talking about, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm talking about. They get the big head and think, oh yeah, I'm all this and I'm all that, but they forget the people that's in front of them. Hey, humble yourself, man. Humble yourself. And, and, and act like you've been there before. Act like you've been there before. Because, I, you know, my my coach, Cecil Mars, he told me, that, hey, just act like you've been there. Mm-hmm. Just act like you've been there before. And I, I, and I tried to do that. And it's hard to do that because, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm doing some things, coach. we got to get uh sam's on the committee for the hall of fame in georgia so we got to get george some some tickets for those linemen 
Okay. Really, we so got to make yeah, that so, work. So, so they can get be some linemen there to see that Hall of Fame introduction. I love that he's bring up his coach and the oh, linemen over and over. It makes it, me happy. It really is. Oh, it really man. is. You know what? And you know what? I, I, I'm glad you said that because you know what? If you ain't got nobody in front of you, you ain't going nowhere. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Forget that's true. that. That's true. I, I appreciate all my offensive linemen. Not even, not not only the ones in high school. But the ones in college, the ones in the pros, and beyond. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how you get there. That's it. That's it. You don't get it by you don't get it by yourself. That's fantastic. Please George, believe me, you don't get it by yourself. Yeah, you heard it from you, a Heisman winner, and from not a just Heisman from us. Winner who's here tonight? A guy who's got a name wrote after him, name a street named after him, a statue, and your team, Georgia State's going up there to see it tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow when we get up and in the morning. Oh, yeah, you know what? That's dirty, man. You, you know what? You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. <laughs> I don't get to get him very often. He's won the Emmy. You won the Heisman. I'm just a low guy on this show, man. I got to get him when I can. George, we, we, we thank you for spending some time with us tonight. As, as it has been a treat. Yeah, man. You and, guys and, and you guys have been great, and you always are. So you, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. And we'll keep doing what we're doing. All right, how back? All right, appreciate it. That is George All right, Rogers. Man. All right, all right. Yeah. All right. that beginning took a minute to come around there anyway sam and greg sports radio 92 9 the game 92 9 the game.com it's sam and greg on this saturday morning third day of september mr crenshaw out after doing the high school scoreboard show hope you enjoyed the school days the version uh played for you this week it was the third one with george rogers we're going to give that to you um Every week, every Saturday, maybe even Sunday mornings after the high school scoreboard show. By the way, you just played, um, was it Smooth Criminal? Yes. Or, I forgot yeah. about that beginning, too. <laughs> he had a birthday this past week. Michael? Would have been 64 years old. Wow. August 29th. Yeah. Wow. That's why Any, I played it. I knew that. No, yeah, you knew that. You knew that, right? And and again, for those of you just tuning in and wondering, what day? Everything's all turned around here. Last week, the guys didn't start till noon, and then this week, we're starting early. Uh, changes are being made as we head into football season, and there's going to be some time changes with our show, but we're going to be with you. Sam will be here tomorrow morning, and we're going to be with you again on Monday morning, holiday weekend. So we are pulling a little extra duty, sitting in for John and Hugh from 6 until 10. But, uh, listen, we got to switch gears here. It's been Serena. It's been Braves. It's been, you know, George Rogers and and some other things that we've talked about because I went down the rabbit hole twice. But we got to talk Hawks. And we haven't talked basketball. This is like the first time, Eric, that we talked basketball, correct? He went to the bathroom. No. And it, <laughs> you can't be leaving, man. It's me no, and you today. I, know, I'm, I was uh, getting our guests queued up. Uh, oh, is he ready to go? He's ready to go. But, yeah, it's probably the first time because we, when the schedule broke, we actually said, nope, we don't want to talk about the schedule yet. So it's probably about three four weeks. I never understood why there was – and this is, this would be something I'd say to Sam, too. What are we going to talk about with the schedule other than the first couple games? I mean, past that, it is what it is. And, you know, nobody gives a <laughs> until after Christmas. And you got a whole second season. And what was done positioning yourself for whatever seed you're going to have. Um, 
that's all well and fine. But we've seen teams that were nothing. Well, I wouldn't say nothing, but they just they they didn't have the chemistry yet early on in the season, this first half, and then for whatever reason gelled in the second half. So the schedule to me is what it is. We know the teams are going to be playing, you know, um, and you know they're going to be traveling and, and, and doing whatever. So I, I never understood that. Everybody's got to pretty much do the same thing. And whether you, uh, who would you want to not see right off the rip? Um, I'll, I'll pose that as my first question to not only you, Eric, but our guest. Want to welcome in Terrell Thomas. Uh, he was our, he's our NBA voice, man. We haven't talked to him all summer since this guy has been on. I mean, he's, I don't know. Are you still with urban, uh, these urban times? We can read you there. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, okay. Sir. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We can hire you as a real estate agent. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> uh, yes, I was going to congratulate yes, him on that one. <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, yes, so indeed. again, everything's as it should be. Things are normal, so we will we will be able to Google Terrell Thomas if you need to get yourself a home. And, and, and on, don't just Google. Follow the young man on Instagram. Well, you see the love get... he just gave us on Instagram. No, I'm doing a radio show here. I've been uh, on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I'm a little busy right now, but I know he does. He does it. Yeah, I absolutely believe that, and I know that about Terrell. And uh, I just, hey, I just blasted out the casting call. What have you added to social media, Eric? Uh, well, I, I had all yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm, that way. <laughs> what happened was, anyway, Terrell, man, how how has your summer been? How's the family? Everything good? Yes, indeed. Everything's been great. I've loved how we still, you know, were able to see some NBA players making some moves this summer. Uh, as you mentioned, new new uh, new new ventures and real estate and things. So things have been well. Things have been well, and I'm very happy to be with you guys this morning. <laughs> He's smooth as a gravy sandwich, man. Look at you threw that real estate <laughs> in right there. Let me answer the question. If there is an answer, why is when the schedule comes out so significant? I mean, I look at who's playing Christmas Day. I look at you know maybe the first couple games. But what should you take from or look for when that schedule comes out for whether it's the Hawks or whoever your favorite team is? Well, I think you hit it right on the head. You you want to know the main games. You want to know who you play on opening night. You want to know who you play on Christmas Day, on MLK Day. Um, but, you know, for rivalry purposes, you want to know when maybe a team, say, uh, two years ago or when we played the Knicks in the playoffs. You want to you wanna see those teams again. You want to get that on your radar. You want to get that budget together so you can make sure you have, you know, ticket money and everything like that. So it, 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 it builds to the excitement. It lets you know. Uh, kind of the layout for whatever team you're supporting and rocking with. So me personally, I, I I enjoy it. It's almost like a holiday of sorts. You know, I'm waiting until 3, 4 o'clock on schedule release day to see exactly that, as you mentioned. Who's playing on Christmas? Who do the guys have on opening day? Uh, and just kind of get a feel uh, for how how the schedule and how travel will go. I, I did like how the, the – it was a, uh, delivered by Papa John's, how they put the uh, – that grill on the t- on the dude talking about the schedule. That was nice. That was that was very nice up on Twitter. Yeah, the Hawks put that one out there. But again, it listen, we the unknown is here. There's been some some changes made to this team. There there there's expectations with this team. So when we talk about the addition of Murray, but then you talk about some of the other guys that are, that are not there as far as coming off the bench, give us an overview as we sit here on September 3rd about this Hawks team as it's presently constructed. Well, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm extremely excited for the future um, just by how the roster is shaping out. And as you mentioned, the addition of Murray is huge. And I don't think, you know, um, we'll really truly understand that until we get to see Murray and Trey Young together in that backcourt. Um, but I also think the shooting that was added to this Hawks roster, when you look at the Holiday brothers being brought in, um, and those two guys are not only phenomenal shooters, but defensively. That's an area we lack 
last season defensively around the perimeter. Uh, so I'm excited to see what those guys have. A sleeper, and I'm going to throw it out to you gentlemen now. I'm quite sure you gentlemen are aware of the name, but Jalen Johnson. I think this year we'll truly get to see uh, some of his greatness as he ascends into the NBA. He didn't have the, 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 collegiate, the collegiate career in which we expected at Duke, but this young man uh, was a top 10 talent in, in, in high school. He was a top 10 talent as far as recruiting-wise uh, at the collegiate level. So to actually see him get out there, he's still kind of raw, so that's why he spent some time with the Skyhawks, but I'm really excited to see what he looks like as well. So it's so much reason. We have so many reasons with this Hawks team, uh, just, you know, Trey Young having a little bit more season under him. Uh, and, again, having an a, a all-star running mate in his backcourt. So, it's a lot of reasons to be excited about this Hawks team. I don't know if, uh, you know, they really need to make any major moves right now. But, you know, I'm still hearing that they may not be done yet. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see how things shape out before training camp and things get started. So, Terrell, you're talking about the major moves that they need to make. I'm going to talk about a major move that they did not make that a lot of people thought they would make. And I want you to go into your – uh, out-of-body experience, if you are John Collins and training camp is a couple weeks away, what is your mindset when you walk into that facility up there off North Jordan Hills because you are still an Atlanta Hawk? Are you happy? Are you like, okay, I was a little upset. I'm going to get past it. What is the future of John Collins in the Hawks uniform? Well, first and foremost, I, I, I do. I just want to take a quick second and tip my cap to John Collins because I think as reporters as journalists sometimes the people who cover sports we're quick to point the finger when guys ask to get out of a situation you know if they ask to get out of a uh, a bad situation because they're not getting enough playing time or not getting along with management whatever the case may be now uh, we could say maybe for the last th- two to three years john collins name has been in trade rumors has been swirling in different stories and all that young gentleman has said is i want to be here i want to be here we've seen him keep his composure We've seen him keep his composure on the court in the locker room and no setting. So I, I tip my hat to John for not breaking, you know, and, and uh, continuing the course. And I think, honestly, John and Trey uh, and, and, and young Murray, I think they've, they've all talked this summer. We got a chance to actually see them play together at the Pro-Am Games in Seattle. They've kind of been on a, a mini tour, uh, the three of those gentlemen, I guess, you know, getting each other's games down pat. So Man, I think they real they've epic all had, dunks, They've too. had a chance to talk. <laughs> Epic, though. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. I think they had a chance, too. That was almost like a pre-trial to see, can we play together? Can we make this work? Yeah. Uh, so I think if I'm John, I know I know kind of where I stand right now. I understand that it's a business. I think if anybody in the NBA understands that, I think John Collins understands that. And I'm excited because this is a new look roster, and it still is a chance for me to, 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 to excuse me, display my talents with two elite passing guards. Mm, mm, mm. That is the voice of newly minted real estate agent and still writer for these urban times. Terrell Thomas joining Sam and Greg here with Eric Slaughter. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. As we sit here on this, uh, what would have been Dick Mata's really old birthday, um, the all-time greats, when they go into a season, a new season, there are little tweaks, little additions, you hope at least, to their game. I'll let you pick the guy. Of the starters, Trey, uh, Murray, DeAndre, John, Clint, whoever you want to pick. What addition to their game would you like to have seen as the season starts to go, oh, he was working on this during the offseason, and this is what was needed. What 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 part of that game do you think needed to be – and you pick the guy, need to be added to their game? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to cheat a little bit if you don't mind. I'm, I'm going to throw John out there. I have to throw John out there because I just truly okay. believe if he could find a way to stretch the floor – if he can improve his jump start slightly, and we've seen his three-point percentage increase every year he's been in the league, so I do commend him on that. But 
I think some of the issue with John is people see him as a one-dimensional scorer. And if there's a way for him to possibly stretch the field, we may truly be looking at a, a, a I don't want to say a perennial all-star, but a gentleman who could be a multi-time all-star. And then I would have to say DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter. And it would have to just be his endurance and his stamina to be able to stay healthy on the court because we haven't been able to truly see his talent offensively or defensively because he's kind of been, you know, staggered by injuries. So I, I, w- I would say John, but I think we kind of all know where he needs to fill in the gap there. But DeAndre, just that, uh, again, endurance, that stamina, so that we can get more games out of him to truly see him peak. Because I definitely think that brother's an all-star in the making. You know, we've heard the baby Kawhi comparisons and things like that. I think he's a bit of a better shooter than Kawhi Leonard is. Um, but both long, rangy, strong players. So DeAndre, I think DeAndre is going to be very pivotal this season. If he can step his game up a notch, Uh, We'll be talking about the Hawks as the third or fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. Well, you kind of took the question right from me because I wanted to ask you, you know, addition to Mary, third year now with uh, under uh, Coach – Oh, God, man. I'm, I'm having Don't you hate when mother. that happens? Yeah. Don't you hate Nate, when that Nate McMillan. Thank you, Nate McMillan. <laughs> but, you know, so third year under Nate, Mary's on the roster. I, I was going to ask you, where did you see these guys finish in the East? When you just threw a, I mean, you threw a big number out there with a top three or four finish. you really think that's something that they can do? I think everything would have to hit on the head. Now, I, I do think, honestly, we'd be looking at the four or five somewhere. Um, just with the additions, of course, recently Donovan Mitchell being added to the East. I know we'll talk about that down the line at some point. The Eastern Conference <laughs> this, this year is going to be, you know, uh, Nothing short of spectacular, that's for sure. Every night, you know, when you're going up against an Eastern Conference team, it would definitely be a tough matchup. But for the things you just mentioned, you know, another another year with Trey Young, the granted Murray's new in this system, but I do think those gentlemen would gel quickly. The shooters that, that have been added to the Hawks, I'll, I'll look at the Sixers. I'll look at Boston, get in them respect as a defending Eastern Conference champs. Miami's still kind of, eh. Uh, Brooklyn, we'll see how that chemistry flows. But then I then I see our Hawks. You know, uh, well, I thought Milwaukee, excuse me, I don't want to disrespect Giannis. I was just so going to say. I see us in that four or five range. I see us in that four or five range. Um, and then, you know, injuries or anything like that. God forbid you never want to see a person get injured. But th- those things do occur. And if anything like that happens with any of those top three, I could easily see our Hawks creeping to the three, four spot. So I, I would say somewhere between three and five, uh, no playing. I would definitely say no playing. If we're looking at a playing, it may be some changes on, you know, some other fronts and and that and that in those areas. But I think three three to five for our Hawks this season. And on the heels of Gallinari, you saw what happened with him up in Boston tore that ACL playing yeah. for Italy. Man, were that still uh, was he still with the Hawks? It, that'd be a whole different conversation about going out and getting somebody. You had mentioned um, no, we're just you know what what you doing tomorrow, man? Uh, you know, you got I, some time. I'm sitting back. I'll be watching some college football games, getting that in the mix, continuing to get some NBA stories together. So I have time. So All right. Well, time. why don't you come back tomorrow? Sam will be here. We got some more NBA talk for you. All right. So we're gonna bring Ter- we're gonna bring Terrell back tomorrow. I can't thank you enough for getting up and being part of this nonsense Eric and I are doing on this Saturday morning. But we're kind of enjoying it. This has been kind of fun this morning. But somebody to get up and agree to be a guest in the six o'clock hour. You are special, sir. Take an extra 20 out of petty cash for yourself. Lunch is on me. Uh, Terrell, listen, enjoy the rest of your day, man, and enjoy the football. Speaking of college football, Eric and I are going to talk about that next. It's Sam and Greg with Mr. Slaughter. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, third day of September. Uh, Mr. Crenshaw will be back with us tomorrow, with me tomorrow, uh, after the uh, just award-winning high school football scoreboard show. It ain't one done yet, but it's about to, especially with school days. Eric Slaughter, our producer, (laughs) of course, a part of that show. Uh, Listen, we need to get a flyer, banner, whatever you want to call it, like Terrell. Did you see the one Terrell put up? Boy, he's looking good. Smooth in that suit he got on, ain't he? It ain't even that. It's like I can't think of ever having a flyer out for our show with me and Sam in it at the quality that, that Terrell has put together just for his appearance with us. I tell you. And he need to start putting that out on Friday night I mean, before. And it's it is a full blown, you know, salute to the station. So he's not you know, he's not being about himself, even though he's got the his own picture there, but he's looking like I said, brand new um, nice looking suit. Ooh. I you know what? Looking at this picture I'd buy a house from this man. <laughs> Absolutely. Know, I, and I, I meant to ask him that because I thought I saw him say he's doing commercial real estate. I buy a strip mall from him. Oh, I'm glad you put that mall in there for a minute. I wasn't sure where you were going. Uh, if you look at if you look at the banner, I mean, it is it is the it, it is yellow or gold. I, it's, it's gold. Excuse me. Uh, NBA talk with Terrell Thomas. Yeah, six I think I'll, I'll put that on our Twitter as well. Yeah, man, you got to shoot this out there again. And I mean, he hits. He got the station logo there, and he mentions the Odyssey app, and the corporate folks would love that. Yeah, absolutely. We got to send it to them. Got to save that up to David. See what he says about that. Anyway, um, on this third day of September, everybody's getting ready, obviously, for college football. And the fact that we're in the football season is the reason for the change you're going to hear in the Times with Sam and Greg. Saturdays are going to be unique moving forward. I can't tell you exactly what they're going to sound like as far as times, but we're going to be ready to go. Sam has got you covered now. The most listened to high school football show in the tri-state area is the high school scoreboard show, HSSS. You got Sam, you got Chris Parker. So because he's doing a deep dive into that, I ain't asking that man to get up at dark 30 in the morning on Saturday. We can handle this. Eric and I have been having fun this morning, and Sam will be back with us uh, tomorrow. And we'll be actually we're going to be get together again on Monday too, so we got that coming up. Now you're wondering, all right? So all this change is going on. What's following you guys? Well, taking you up to college football game time is going to be taking Vegas. You can find out how you can go in there and win some money and take Vegas. Enough said. I'm going to be listening. Yeah, so that's coming up here at top of the hour. Um, but listen, we got all kinds of games. Well, we'll start about. I mentioned it, Mr. Crenshaw. Enough. He's going from high school last night to taking the ride <laughs> up to um, South Carolina because Georgia State is taking on these guys, and that's going to be like a, what, a 7 o'clock kickoff? Yes, it is, 7 for that p.m. Game. 7 p.m., so it's going to be another late night for our good friend. <laughs> and, well, thus the reason George Rogers, too, was the guest this week going into uh, this matchup. Today. He had him on the uh, school college scoreboard. Yeah, yeah, school days um, College score, uh, high school scoreboard show. I got all kinds of notes in front of me here, and I'm losing my mind. But I got to bring it back together. We obviously have talked a lot about Serena today and her hmm, evolution from tennis. But the stage will be no bigger unless she comes back next year at for the, at for the U.S. Open. Comes gonna, back for what? Well, I'm just saying, if she's talking about evolving, she didn't say retirement, which makes it sound like she's going to pick and choose, much like that dude who plays golf. Right, who picks and chooses when he decided, obviously before the accident, but picked and choose when he came back to play. If you are a part of her PR team, with everything that they've done for her, the speech she gave last night, could you look at her and say, 
that's a good idea to come back again? No, but here's the thing. You could have said the same thing to, to Eldridge. But what brought him back may be the same reason that Serena comes back. And I say may, but I don't know how you can top the love her daughter saw this past week toward her. But what she hasn't seen is Mama win. She hasn't and seen her. If she, she hasn't back, win. she may not see that. That's right. But she may try it. And, and neither did Tiger's kids. There's no guarantee to that. But they saw but, it now. Tiger's kids have seen it. My point is that that's why he came back. He said that. He talked about laying there on the sofa, rehabbing all those times, and the kids would walk by him and go, why are they talking about you on TV? Why are you getting all this adulation? We ain't never seen that. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, of course. So he wanted to go out not only for himself, but for his kids to see him. In, in what we have seen for the 20 years prior to that. And I'm saying that could be the only reason that I think Serena puts everybody and their opinions on the back burner and says, I'm doing this for my daughter. Now I hope by this time next year, Serena's expecting. There you go. That's the, that, that's, that'll shut that all down. Right. So, um, and I agree with you 100%. Now, we talked about Serena. We talked about the Braves. But, again, we haven't talked much college football. And as we head into this day, man, other than, you know, we got Georgia going at it at, at uh, 3 o'clock. You got the game. So I'm just trying to look here, and I don't want to speculate on what you feel is going to be the game that brings you to the TV, but tell me, what, what, what game are you looking forward to the, of the ones outside of Georgia? Well, at 6 p.m., I'll be in southwest Atlanta on the campus of Morehouse College for the first home game of for my Maroon Tigers. So that's where I'll be this evening. I'll be listening to the Georgia updates in my headset as they will be probably be in the late third quarter, early fourth by then. It's going to be a lot of traffic in downtown Atlanta <laughs> yeah, it is. this weekend. Is this one of the amateur days? I can't remember. This, this amateur weekend. Yes, it is. Yes, I it see. Is. I was trying to avoid doing that today. Okay. I don't want to hit right. too many people over the head with it. Plus it's too early for anybody. Actually gotcha. the folks who would be listening now that you need to am- <laughs> mention amateur nights to are probably coming home from someplace. Right. They leave in waffle house after, you know, Staying out to whenever. But, yeah, this is uh, one of the uh, amateur days of the year. It's the last of the three big summer ones. And for those of you new to the show, uh, we like to announce the eight amateur days or nights of the year when they happen. Just as another way of saying, you guys be careful out there. All right, we ain't got no time going to hospitals visiting our listeners. We would, but we, we really would like you not to. And we call them amateur nights because, obviously, people who don't normally drink and drive are drinking and driving. So this being one now, well, I've, you haven't been with us for a long period of time, Eric, but you've heard me say it. Now, can you yeah. mention the other seven? This this being one, there's eight of them on our list. Yep. What would be the other seven Well, you give me this days? quiz a couple times. Let's see if I can get back to it. Starting the beginning of the year, New Year's Eve, I'll call that beginning of the year. Uh, Valentine's Day? No. Okay. No? Okay, see, I'm done. Fourth of July? Yes. Memorial Day? Yes. Halloween? Yes. Um, in the middle of March, St. Patty's. Yes. Yeah, I still got two more to go. Christmas. No. No. All right, I'm done again. <laughs> I mean, we you quite twice. You ain't Day. even. You haven't even. You haven't even tried to like ask. Can I phone a friend? No. There's two more. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Right. Right. And America's only unofficial holiday. Super Bowl. There you go, yeah, Super Bowl yeah, Sunday. Gosh, appreciate you. So y'all be very careful out there. Uh, yeah, I want to see what's going on with Georgia State. I, I'm going to watch that game. Obviously, you, you got, you and watch, I don't, you do that. I don't care nothing about 
nothing about Utah State and Alabama. No. But everybody wants to watch Alabama because it's Alabama. I don't. Um, but I, I'm going to be paying attention to the other game that kicks off at the same time. Right. And that's Notre Dame at Ohio State. Yes. Um, that game will be turned off in this house that houses a <laughs> Michigan Wolverine fan. So they don't want nothing to do. Although they well, want they don't to, they want Notre Dame them? to prevail. Yeah, yeah they would yeah. cheer against them. But right? they yeah. know Notre Dame ain't going to beat them. Because there's two teams that got a chip on their shoulder the size of Montana going into this season. And one is Ohio State and the other is Alabama. Why? Because of what – No, well, one is Ohio State got beat last year by Michigan for the first time in umpteen years. And Harbaugh got to crow and he got himself a lifetime membership. Now, he'll, he'll be at Michigan until he decides to leave because okay. he finally beat Ohio State. Okay. And Alabama because – you know, Kirby took it to him last year, not only beat him in the season, but also got the national championship. So that's his, that's, you know, that's his incentive. He's got to find something. He's like Jordan. He's got one of those all-time greats. They look for fuel anywhere. And Saban, I mean, how, <laughs> that contract extension. I, I didn't win a national championship. Win, but pay me, oh pay me $4 more than that, dude, because you know my contract says I got to be the highest paid coach in college football. I, I'm not hating on that. I'm not hating on that. If he, I mean, that's a good uh, agent, attorney, whoever made this up. Like, yeah, on page 75 right here, every time a coach gets more money than my client, he wants a raise. We'll agree to that. <laughs> yeah. That man made her in this salary. He's like, he nubbed him like, they agreed to it. They agreed to it. Now, my question is this. Whether they have a chip on the shoulder, as I said earlier about those other two programs, the same size, can they do what they – want to do and that's ascend to a playoff and make some noise in it and I'm talking about Clemson and they get things started with Georgia Tech on Monday night. What are your thoughts on this on this program heading into this season? I think Clemson is going to realize that assistant coaches matter and the fact that they got to replace probably the best D coordinator in all of college football. They're going to have some issues with that and they may figure out that the five-star quarterback that they thought was going to be the next in line is not the guy that they anticipated. And that's DJ Angululele, however you say that. So, um, <laughs> that was a, that was a good, you didn't stick the dismount, but that was a nice attempt. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but Clemson will probably win the ACC. You know, I don't see anybody in the ACC that is going to be stronger than them. So they'll be fine. What are your thoughts on the announcement this past week? Because it, it hit me in a certain kind of way, but then when they made the announcement that these chancellors and presidents got together and they decided, okay, we'll go with a 12 a 12-team playoff. you got to wait a few years, and we're going to try and do it possibly before the end of the current contract, which is 2025, but mm -hmm. most likely going to be 2026. Mm -hmm. When you heard that, what did you, what did you think? I, I didn't think anything because I knew it was coming. Didn't we all know it was coming? Well, here's what we know is coming. The landscape of college football is changing, and the people that are deciding right now what to do with these 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 additional playoff games? Are going. By the way, when are they going to play them? See, because we could go down a rabbit hole trying to figure out how they're going to do this, and we're going to eliminate some some conference championship games to make it fit. We're going to be playing football when March Madness starts. No, Which way are you going to go? Yeah, you're going to have to figure it out. You're going to you're going to eliminate. I mean, think about it. bowl games start December 16th, 17th. You can throw a, a, a first round in there, have a second round. I. You, we'll After talk Christmas about, and then we, the third round, the second week of 
if this were an easy fix, they would have announced it during this this announcement of what we're going to do. But there is there's so many tentacles that are out there that are going to affect other games, and some of these teams that want to be in a big conference, you know, play again. It's it, it's a quagmire, giggity. That's and good, so yeah, that's I just word. I was just I, I I when it hit me, I'm like, y'all need to fix the house before you start working on an ex, you know in addition to the garage, and. So, again, this is going to be a conversation that continues. Anyway, we want to thank you. That's it. That's me and Eric. <laughs> two you know, hours. Two hours with a quick little pre, you know, pregame for the rest of your day. You're going to be talking Vegas, taking Vegas in just a minute. And, of course, that will take you right up to college football game time, a full day of college football right here. Sam and I will be back with you tomorrow morning. Eric, thank you for the job you did today. Thank you for having me. Terrell Thomas, thank you for joining us. Tomorrow, 6 until 9, it is Sam and Greg right here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.